Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to the Champagne Way, episode 64. I'm Trina. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. So guys, before we get started on this episode, we just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge the movement that's happening in our country right now. Systemic racism and injustice exists, and it has existed in all parts of our society for a long time. This fight has been ongoing, but enough people have finally said no more. We don't know what permanent changes will come of this movement, but we all agree there are things we can do to educate ourselves and take an active part to move in the right direction towards equality. Over the past few weeks, we've been listening, engaging in conversations, and trying to educate ourselves. We sit here, three white women, fully aware of our white privilege, and we will use that privilege for good. We promise to listen and amplify the voices of people of color, we will be actively anti-racist, and we will confront racial injustices, even when it makes us uncomfortable. Because change can only come through action, whether that's listening to others, educating yourself, donating to a cause, or protesting. And this country truly won't be great until society changes and acknowledges that Black Lives Matter. Um, and so we, uh, as we said, we have been educating ourselves over the past few weeks, and we just wanted to share some of the resources that we all found helpful. Um, so Trina, what, what resources uh, have you been checking out the past few weeks? Well, I've definitely been doing a lot of reading and stuff, but one of the most impactful things that I think I've seen in the last week or two that I thought was worthy of sharing was um, a recommendation out about a documentary you can find on Netflix, um, and it's called LA 92. And it is a documentary film about the 1992 Los Angeles riots. And it actually is a, a movie that was premiered in 2017 and uh, like i said it's about a documentary on something that happened back in 92 but it also talks about previous times where there's been civil unrest and there's been uh protests uh having to do with um racial injustice and it was very fascinating to see the stories that are being talked about in there that are so similar to what you're seeing happening today and in the news that I think it's, it's eye-opening to watch that. And if you think in your lifetime in the last 20 years, this is the, you know, or 30 years, this is the first time that you're seeing this and really experiencing um, this kind of a movement and these protests. And you keep hearing this has happened in the past, but you didn't live through that. This is a documentary worth watching because you almost see the cycle of this same thing happening over and over again, and it references at least two different points in time where it, it's been 30 years back this happened, 30 years before that it happened. So it's kind of like comparing those things and seeing what's happening today and the differences. So I think it's worth watching. It's LA 92. It's, you can watch it in one sitting, um, and like I said, it's on Netflix. Wow. 
Definitely uh, what about out. you, um, Lindsay? So I have two kids' books to recommend. One is called When God Made You by Matthew Paul Turner. And it's um, playful, charming, and it rhymes, and it has vivid illustrations. So that always helps me with kids. Uh, but children can discover their place in the world and how their personality traits and talents fit into that world. So that's my first book. The second one is called Not Quite Snow White by Ashley Franklin. And it's a picture book for magical yet imperfect girls. And it's about a little girl named Tamika who she just belongs on the stage and she's an aspiring actress. And she auditions for a role, the leading role in Snow White. And all the other kids uh, think, you know, that's just not quite right. And they whisper and snicker behind her back. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I think that's very interesting. That, that touches on two very, very interesting ways of, like, bringing up a very interesting subject to your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Jess, I know you've been um, educating yourself as well. What, what do you, what's your recommendation? Okay, so I uh, have actually been binging two limited series podcasts, um, and they both dropped in 2019. But as Trina said, I've been listening to them and just been going, whoa, this totally applies to today. Or I've just been learning things, and I felt just really dumb, like I had no idea that you know, I've, I've heard about this stuff, but I just didn't know it went so deep. So the first one I listened to uh, is 1619, which is a podcast from the New York Times. Um, and so if you didn't know, which I didn't, I, I just felt really dumb. Um, but, you know, I always thought of slavery as a thing that happened I was thinking that more like the 1700s, uh, but actually 1619 is significant. Uh, and because in August of 1619, a ship carrying more than 20 enslaved Africans arrived in the English colony of Virginia. Um, America was not yet America, but this was the moment it began. No aspects of the country that would be formed here has been untouched by the uh, 250 years of slavery that followed on the 400th anniversary of this fateful moment. It is time to tell the story. Uh, so that is the description of the 1619 podcast. But it doesn't just tell about the ship that that came. It's really more kind of touch touches on uh, systematic racism that happens in society. So it kind of touches on medicine, on the cotton economy that happened with slavery, on agriculture, on medicine. Um, So just all kinds of these things that you don't even think about. Uh, So it's about five episodes, um, 30 to 45 minutes. You can get through it real quick. Um, And then White Lies, uh, that's from NPR. Um, So that's kind of like, I have about one episode left of that. And that's like an investigative series um, on the murder of James Reeb. And that is a white Unitarian minister from Boston who was murdered uh, in Selma. So he was standing on a street corner and he'd come down. um, Martin Luther King Jr. had um, asked a bunch of ministers to come down to Selma to help with the Voting Rights Act. Um, And that was after the bloody Sunday when everybody tried to march across the bridge and were attacked by state troopers. Um, And so he was murdered. And so these reporters from NPR trying to figure out like, 
what really happened that day. And so it's just so much like with the march on the bridge, which is related to the protests. And then just they're talking to people in present day Selma. And so it's just all these like racist overtones that uh, still are still just coming out today. Um, so it's really it's really interesting, too. So both great podcasts. You can find them on any of anywhere where you listen to podcasts. So that's White Lies and 1619. Great. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, so there we go. Great resources. All righty. Well, time to talk about what is in our cups. Woo-hoo. So <laughs> uh, what what are you guys drinking today? Uh, let's start with you, Jess. What are, what's in your cup? Um, well, I was at the grocery store yesterday and just happened to go down the wine aisle. And what did I see? I saw these uh, weird packs from the Champagne Purveyor Martini and Rossi. Mm-hmm. And it uh, was Frosecco and Ro- Frosé. Um, and it's basically these little plastic packs. And it says, it's a pouch, freeze for four to eight hours. Gently need pouch, enjoy in a glass or directly from the pouch. Ooh, you're, yeah. you're sticking to this like frozen kick, frozen drink kick you've been on. That's I that's my that's my thing. That's um, what I call an adult juice box. Yeah. Yes, it, <laughs> right? is, it is. Well a giant um, juice pack. <laughs> I know. I I really just was told my husband to give me this and put a straw in it, but he poured it in a nice glass, but whatever. Oh. Um, how does it how does it stack up i've I've heard of frosé and i've tried that but i've actually never tried like a frozen prosecco well i'm not gonna lie it's not great (laughs) (laughs) is it too sweet because i feel like you aren't the the person who likes the sweet stuff and martini and rossi it is good especially if you're new to champagne drinking and you like sweeter things but it's way too sweet it's Italian wine with natural lemon flavor, and it kind of tastes like someone took that jug of sweet lemonade um, off the grocery store shelf and added some alcohol to it. Can you just feel the sugar in there? Yeah, <laughs> in your I, can, I can feel it in my teeth. Um, I'm going to drink it because whatever. Um, it, it's not one not. <laughs> it's. 270 of my calories for the day just add some champagne with it like i really I, I think it might be better if i like cut it with some actual i mean this is alcohol but i feel like it might be better it's like they added sugar they had to add sugar to like get it to freeze is the problem mm-hmm. oh yeah well, so anyway what yeah so what did you say Lindsay? i said maybe add some vodka Oh, that could work. I mean, that might be better. Um, I'm also, I got the Frosé one, so I'm going to give that a whirl, but um, I, my hopes are not high, so. <laughs> well, I'm all for cutting alcohol with more alcohol, so, you know, just just try it, see how it works. It doesn't have to be frozen anymore. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So. so. <laughs> what about you, Lindsay? What are you well, drinking? I am drinking a beer. Whoa. A beer. That's a, a lot. <laughs> it is a beer. It is a beer. It is. Let me take it out of my little Yeti cup. It is a rosé ale called Little Bubs. Oh. It's from Rheingeist. Rheingeist, yeah. Uh, Cincinnati makes it. 
and it's uh, it's definitely a beer, but um, it's got apple, peach, and cranberry notes to it. It's not terribly sweet. Um, I don't like sweet stuff either, but it's got that beer, a little bit of that beer flavor. It's just a little different. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying this. I, I had this one. They also have a couple other ones that I'll talk about in another segment, but it's definitely worth a try if you, you know, are not a huge beer drinker, but you want like to have something on the beach or the boat that's easier to carry. I don't know. It's pretty tasty. It's definitely worth a try. Cool. Well, I'm excited to hear more about that. Just the the, the summer summer drinking is upon us. I, I think I was surprised when I walked out this week and all of a sudden I was like hit with like 90 degree weather. And I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> um, it's like we missed spring. Oh, wait, we did. We were all indoors for three months. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was super surprising when I was like, oh, it's time for summer. Therefore, it's time for summer cocktails and drinks. Yeah. Um, my go-to right now, I, I tried it actually because of us doing this remote podcasting um, and grocery deliveries. I talked about it a few, um, I guess, a few episodes back. But it was that 14 hands bubbles. It was so good. And I've been craving it ever since then. The only problem with that is you can't find it in anything other than single cans. Mm -hmm. That's it. And single cans run about $5 each. Oh, that's a little pricey. Yeah. So the good thing is one can is equal to two glasses though so you know if you do buy like say three cans and chug those while you're outside on a boat you're going to be pretty lit because you've just probably drank an entire bottle of champagne (laughs) in three cans well that's not too bad then so it's not too bad um when you add it up but just it's it's one of those things about like buying a can of anything that's about the size of a soda can right and paying five dollars for it it's like you just can't help but be like this is not okay unless you're at like a concert (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I looked it up. You can buy, order six packs from the distributor or the, the winery, but it's from Seattle. And by the time you pay for shipping and everything, you might as well just go to the grocery store and pay $5 a can. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh so my that's my summer recommendation. What about y'all? Well, um, so this they have this thing at Kroger, which is not new, um, did not know about it. Uh, but you can go there and get your own like cardboard box and fill up the beers that you want. Yeah. I've seen that before. It's a make your own flight. Yeah. Yeah, Usually it's like full of IPAs though. So have they improved it? Cause I skip past it at this point because I just assume it's all like IPAs. You can get like ciders and stuff. And some ciders. Yeah. So, so they have improved it, but the Kroger employee said, look, if we don't have what you want in this little cooler, you can go open any of these beers and take them out and put them in your six pack. Oh, oh. right. So okay. I did it and it felt really wrong, but he said I could do it. I would have like made that person stand next to me the entire <laughs> time I was doing it. So that if like, Kroger security comes to stop me, I'd be like, no, no, no. Steve here said I could do this. <laughs> well, I've done it several times now, so I think it's fun. Okay. No um, one stopped you? No one's giving you weird looks? Uh, no. Mm-mm. 
Okay. So that's where I found this um, little bubs from Ron Gas Brewery. They also have a different one um, that's a little a little heavier because this one's a very light L. And when I say heavier, it's not heavy at all. It's just um, a little heavier than this one. And then also, I have fallen in love with Mill Creek Brewery, oh. and I like. Didn't even know where it was located. It's located in Nolensville. What? Yeah, like right down the road from me, like literally a mile. That's cool. Because, you know, first of all, when I'm like looking, I go by how pretty the can is and, uh, you know, whatever, and I look into it. So the first one I tried was a beer and it's called Little Darling. And it's got like a little bit of a peachy flavor. It's citrus used wheat beer. So it was pretty great. Um, they also have one I haven't tried yet. It's called Juicy Days, and it's an IPA, um, if you like IPAs. And then they just released a new line of seltzers. Oh, and, that's my alley. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and they're not too sweet. Um, they have peach, lime, and tangerine. Those are the three I've tried. Uh, peach is definitely my favorite. I love tangerine. The lime's okay. Um, but, again, it's Mill Creek Brewery, and mm-hmm. um, it's local around here. Um, I'm sure you can find it other places, but if you do go on their website, you can type in, and it will tell you where you can get it. And I'm definitely going to go try, like, they actually have a brewery that you can go to. So I want to do that, too. And I even, um, in my personal Instagram, had tagged them you know, saying, oh, look, I tried this. And they, like, actually reposted it and commented and privately messaged me to say thank you, which I thought was really cool. Oh, that's oh, cool. That's nice. I was about to say, so do they do any kind of – I love doing, like, the local brewery tours and, like, if they have a tasting room or anything like that. Do you know if they have that? I'm pretty sure they do, and they have food. Um, they usually they have a tap room. Um, and so you can go there and try all this stuff and then they have, so you can get flights, um, they have seasonal beers, they have the hard seltzers and you can, they have, um, food mm-hmm. that you can get. Um, it's like your normal bar food, burgers and chicken. Um, and then they also, you can have to go beers. So you know, they do 12 and 16 ounce cases, 12 and 16 ounce cases. And you can go there and get, you know, all that stuff. You can do mix and match cases. And it's about uh, 25 bucks for any hmm. four to six pack of 12 ounce beers. I to look them up. That sounds like it'd be neat to try. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, so definitely, like, if you have um, a grocery store in your area where you can make your own flight, um, definitely try that out and branch out. You know, try some seltzers, try some, like, citrusy ales if you're not, like, a beer drinker. Like, I like beer, but I can't have more than one or two or I feel really full. Mm-hmm. And it makes me very bloated. So this is a great, like, thing to try and just you know if your Kroger will let you open whatever but you know if you're in another grocery store maybe ask um and see if you can you know open a box of beer or whatever um a can of beer so you can try new things that is pretty cool yeah 
Well, I'm not a beer drinker <laughs> at all. Do you have any but, other uh, summer drinks to recommend? <laughs> I, I well, I do, and I'm also going to keep with the canned the canned route. Um, yeah, that's easy. That's if something like, want it, in the summer. Yeah, it is so easy. Um, and so I'm actually going to recommend something that I like to take when I go kayaking. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I, I do like the seltzer, um, I like the seltzer stuff, but I actually discovered something last summer, um, that it's a little bit, it's a little bit, uh, heavier. Um, so I really like it's the, it's cut water and it's a spirited cocktail, 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 cocktail. Um, and so it's actually has vodka in it. Ooh. That's cool. Uh, so. Yeah, it is. And so obviously I don't drink a whole lot when I'm on the river, but like, you know, I drink a couple. Um, and so they have all kinds of different flavors. And my favorite is actually they have a cucumber vodka. Ooh. So it's a cucumber vodka and it's uh, seltzer water. So it's, okay. it, so it's the seltzer water and the cute. So it's a cucumber soda. Okay. And it's, yeah. And it is so refreshing. Ooh. Um, have all different flavors um i've also they also have like a rum and cola and a whiskey mule Ooh. um they have a cold brew cocktail so that's like a coffee one Ooh, yes. mm. and, yeah and <laughs> I mean, they're so refreshing like it's and just they have a really just a really good taste i think i tasted them at like a wine and spirits festival uh a few years ago and then i just bought them last summer um they're a little bit on the pricier side because they are liquor. So it's usually a four pack runs about $14. Um, but they're just, they're great. And they're just like the perfect uh, river drink. Um, so say the brand was called? It's Cutwater Spirits. And so it's their canned Cutwater? cocktail, Cutwater. C-U-T-W-A-T-E-R. Okay. Cool. And can you get um? You have to probably buy them at the liquor store. Yeah, you do have to buy them at the liquor store right. since the, I, I, at least in our state, grocery stores mm-hmm. don't sell liquor. Um, but yeah, they're so refreshing for just sitting. Even if you're not like doing an activity, like I've poured one uh, over ice, like when I've sat out on the patio, and it's just perfect. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, with everyone, this the changes more recently and everyone being at home a little bit more often, but finding ways to get outdoors. And I know a lot of people are talking about taking leisurely vacations this year, not like, you know, all-inclusive cruises and, and you know, resorts and all that kind of stuff. They're, the road trips are coming back. I feel like these kind of summer drinks are perfect for if you're doing like the camping thing, going around a national park. It's still nice to have a drink if you're out doing those kind of things. Um, and these canned drinks are just so much easier than yes. bringing okay. bottles and bottle openers and trying to keep them cold. And like, it's just so much easier to can drink in a cooler. Right. Yeah. You know, at the beach, at the lake, you know, they, a lot of times you can't bring glass and then right. you do, it's still hard to deal with. Like if it breaks, like, you know, or it's really heavy, you mm-hmm. you know, you can't carry that much of it. So I'm loving how a lot of the companies are trying to just make it a whole lot easier for me to get drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, and I'm, I'm liking that they're finally starting to cater a little bit more towards, I guess, it, you know, not to say that these are drinks are for women by any means, but um, women sometimes don't like beer. There's a lot of guys who don't like beer too. So it's neat that they're coming out with uh, other options so that the only, you know, 
canned drink previously for the longest time was just beer. That was your only oh, option. God. If you wanted to have a cocktail, then you had to pre-make a big old jug of it and then, you know, let it get flat throughout the day and drink it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So just, down. yeah. yeah, it's nice to have options finally. Where was this when we were in college, guys? Well, <laughs> seriously. We should have gone into this business because we would have been like, you know, 10 years ahead on this. Oh, we would have. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, you know, keeping keeping with some, some, you know, fun summer activities, even if you are stuck indoors, I know some cities are opening at different paces. So there are some pe- people who are still playing it safe, staying indoors, um, not really planning on doing summer travels, but maybe doing staycations at home. Uh, let's talk about our favorite, like, go-to comfort binge worthy happy tv shows um like this kind of came up because i know jess recently you and will started going through the office for the first time right yeah you had seen it but he hasn't right yeah and so this all came about because well my husband i guess he all of a sudden during everything has realized he missed a bunch of comedies in the mid from the mid for the early like mid 2000s um, and I had been trying to get him to watch Parks and Rec for forever. And he finally was like, okay, I will. And so he watched that and loved it. And then I was like, why don't you watch Community next? And so he did. And then I was like, why don't you watch the short British comedy next? And he did. And so then finally he gave in and started watching The Office. So he's started like a week and a half ago, and now he's on season six. <laughs> so, so, yes. So he's just been binging comedies nonstop. So we're rewatching The Office as well, and I want to say we're at the end of season six as well. Or, yeah, and because my husband and I have seen it in, in its entirety several times, but my niece Stacy had never seen it, and we finally talked her into it. So yeah, we're going through it again. Let's see, I we've watched it several times through, and at the very beginning of the whole quarantine thing, I think we went through the entire series in the first week or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of those that you can, especially if you've seen it as often as we have, it's like you can kind of leave it playing in the background, and mm-hmm. you may, you might not pay attention to all of the episodes, but you know what's happening. Because, yeah. I mean, in our case, we've probably gone through the entire series I'd say at least six times, maybe. I mean, at least. Wow. Funny enough, though, we never watched it when it was, like, on TV. Me either. Yeah, I didn't either. It's a a lot of the ones that I'm actually going to talk about that are on my list. I There's a couple that are currently out still. So we've gotten through all the seasons that are available, Mm -hmm. but that you know overall like we still ended up binging through a good check a good chunk of them um but so what are what are some of the others that i i mean i feel like there's a there's a small handful that are classics that everyone's probably watched or if you haven't you you just need to go watch like immediately because what are you doing with your life right (laughs) um i know one of the other ones like that would probably be parks and rec yes i mean if you don't know little sebastian are you Uh, even like are, are you allowed to, to, to even listen to our show? <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, do you guys like watch the Parks and Rec when they all came together, right? That special yeah. that they did? Yeah. Yes. It was I, I thought it was great how they how they did that. 
you know, everything from even like making it about like their, I don't want to say the name in case someone hasn't watched it, if, you know, they're crazy and haven't watched it. But like the last season when they're in the future and they've got this whole different like service provider. Yeah. yeah I think it's funny that they still yeah. kind of went with that whole theme. <laughs> I mean, I cried when they sang at the end. So. Oh, yeah. So I, if you're one of those people, like, I just can't do it, I can't do it, do yourself a favor. On both the office and parks and rec, get through the first season. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you'll you'll be hooked. And, yeah, yeah. Those are both two in particular that I was just like, I started watching them and I thought to myself, these are some some characters, and you know, if you've watched them, you know exactly who we're talking about. There are certain lead characters that you're like, no, 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 I can't get behind this character, or they're just a bit much, like they're overacting or something. Yeah. Um, and then it gets better. Like, it's one of those, like, you have to watch that first, like, two to three episodes and all. Like, it's funny, but you're still unsure. And then you really get into it. And it's like, okay, I love these characters. I love the mm-hmm. show. Those both, I think you did get into it after the first few episodes. But at the same time, uh, you're right. The second season is where it really just took off. Yes. Now, now I am an office holdout. I don't like The Office. Really? <gasps> You haven't. Well, no. you you finished it, so yeah. I yeah, I'm you. sorry. I don't I, know about you right now. I know. It's just it's it's just the 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 main lead character. I mean, if if you don't know if you don't know the name Michael Scott, then you you, you where have you been in pop culture? But yeah. just I I file a Michael Scott away. This could be a whole other discussion. But I file Michael Scott away in the file of um, Ross Geller and mm-hmm. George Costanza. And um, what's his face on How I Met Your Mother? The, the main, the main character. Ted. Ted. He's a Ted and Ted. I, those, they're all in my file cabinet of bad men characters. <laughs> you don't even like Ted Mosby. <laughs> no, he's a horrible guy. <laughs> I'm telling well, you, it could be a whole other discussion. The whole other discussion. It could be a whole um, other discussion. <laughs> I mean, I do get like the, the the. It's interesting some of the characters, especially the Ross Geller uh, aspect of it, because I remember watching that show back when it was originally on TV, and right. times were obviously very very different. And I liked that character a lot more. Me, me too. But then we just did a Friends rewatch. This like I don't know if it was the end of December or January. We just did a Friends rewatch, and I watched it again, and I was like, what? Like what? Who is this whiny man? Yeah, it's yeah. it's so funny because he would have been like the person I liked the most back then, and now I watch it and I'm like, no, I like Chandler better. But then Me at the same too. time, you know, even with Chandler, there's certain points that I'm like, okay, you would yeah. not get away with the things that you are saying yeah. right now. Yeah, anyway. I have seen episodes of Friends that have not watched the entire series. Mm. It, to me, it's still a really good series, um, you know, and same with The Office. It's a really good series. There's a lot of really good characters in there. Even if there's not oh, yeah. one that you kind of don't like, yeah. it's worth getting through. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think everybody should watch it and, like, be their own judge for sure. Mm-hmm. What are some other good shows, like, you would recommend binging? Well, I know we have already kind of mentioned uh, Him Yim, um, the How I Met Your Mother. I, I do like that one. Mm-hmm. More for like the Lillian Marshall story, I really, really like their yes. their yeah, storyline throughout it. Because um, it's funny, almost like Ted. I know he's like the main one, but at the same time, I don't picture him as the main one. I know, like yeah. no. 
I think it's interesting how that changes as you watch some shows where it's just like, oh, that was the lead character. <laughs> yeah. No, Lily and Marshall are great on that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such an interesting thing uh, about that show. And then I think since Marshall and I later on in life ended up going to New York and loving New York, it was fun to kind of go there and um, – when we last visited uh, New York on for Christmas, we went to the Irish pub that it was themed after, like their main pub. Mm-hmm. We we like stumbled across it, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I know about this pub. Like, I think this is what like they the, it wasn't the exact one that they used, but it was the one that inspired it, and they made it was themed off of. And we went into it, and like they had all this memorabilia about from the the show there. It was great. It was cool. Awesome. But that's a good one. Um, Another one that I think is just, it kind of goes down as like in that realm of those shows when they were kind of like all on TV, the Him Yim office, Parks and Rec was also 30 Rock. And I don't think it was as popular, but um, if you're a fan of Tina Fey and her type of comedy, you know, that show was really, really good. And it kind of gave you this really interesting perspective of like behind the scenes on um, comedy sketch show, which of course we all know she became famous from SNL. So it kind of gives them very interesting insight onto like what it might have been like behind the scenes on that. Yeah. In, in a very satirical kind of way. I've tried. I'm not betrayed. Really? Yeah. Um, it's again, it's one of those get through the first season. You'll yeah. like it a lot more as you get through the first season. Some of the characters on there, you, of course, they play them up to be like the worst of them. They are the most extreme of the type of character they are playing, yeah. which of course gets a little bit much after a while. Right. Um, but it right. is it is very very interesting. Like when they talk about commercialism and advertising, and like they really do extreme versions of that and how that kind of stuff controls you, and in a funny way. But it's it's. It's worth watching. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's as long as some of these other series because I think it's only like five seasons. I think five is all it is. But yeah. Liz, Liz Lemon is such an iconic character. <laughs> Liz Lemon. Um, well, another great show that we talked about on this podcast, A Thousand Times, Cougar Town. Yes. I, for one, love Cougar Town. I know it's not available to everyone everywhere, at least it used to not be, but you can find it now. It's on Hulu, I believe. Yeah. If all right, I gotta watch it. Again, it's it's not one of those that's uh it never was super, super popular, but like there are little things throughout that entire series that just you can't help but like laugh at. And the more you watch it, the better it gets. And it's super relatable, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. It's, yeah, Courtney Cox is in it and um, Busy Phillips. And it's it's really funny. Mm-hmm. So, Jess, get on it. Get like, on it. I can't believe you haven't watched it yet, Jess. <laughs> I know. Everyone loves it. So, I feel like. Will would really like it too. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, it's it's where if you've heard us reference Penny Can, that's where that comes from. I, yeah. Um, and if you I need know. a good fun outdoor game for the summertime while you're drinking your canned beverage, that's what you need to <laughs> you need to watch Cougar Town, start your own wine club, and uh, enjoy some Penny Can. 
Yeah. Um, now, if you are a fan of Scrubs, you'll also be a fan of Cougar Town. They were actually uh, two series that were um, like have the same creator. And okay. you can kind of tell um, some of the very uh, similarities in the style as well as some of the characters that do appearances in both. There's one episode in Cougar Town especially that you just like you start to watch it and you're like, oh my God, there's just like so many characters from Scrubs that pop up in it that you almost feel like it's a Scrubs episode inside Cougar Town. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so if you're like, actually, that's one of the things that I ended up loving about Cougar Town was I had come off of watching Scrubs for like the umpteenth time mm-hmm. and um, going into this kind of humor in Cougar Town, it was just perfect. Yeah. So it, it took me a while to get Marshall to like Cougar Town, and then he finally watched it, and he was like, this is the best show ever. It is. It's <laughs> my favorite show, like, mm-hmm. comedy show of all time. All right. Yeah. All right. Now, have either of y'all watched Scrubs before? I've seen episodes, but not the series. But I think I would like it. It's not. Yeah. 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 It's one of those where it's like if it's it came out around the same time as like Grey's Anatomy and we all know how long that's been on <laughs> we're like 22 seasons or something now um, well they uh should have probably stopped at season eight but they went to season nine and then they pulled the plug because they were smart <laughs> on yeah. scrubs because they even tried to doing almost like a spin-off of a secondary cast and it it, it, it just watch through the eighth season and you're good <laughs> but um Again, it's like the same creator from um, Cougar Town, so a lot of those characters are the same. It is so funny for it being like a medical show. It's a humorous medical show, but then they every once in a while will throw you for a loop by putting something serious in it. Mm. You know, I think you have to have that in some in a show like that. There's got to yeah. be those serious moments, and they do it really well. Like, I'm pretty sure I'll watch anything at this point that this this creator, this guy who made these two shows, if he comes out with another one, I just want to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, and so here's a show that's kind of different from some of the comedies we've been saying. Um, I really like Pushing Daisies. Um, and that is, it's only two seasons. And I don't even think the second one's like the 20, full 22, 24 episodes. Um, but that is, it's such a quirky, unique show. It's very bright colors. Um, and it's a, basically the, This guy has a bakery and he um, can bring people back from the dead with the touch of his finger to solve mystery, like solve deaths and mysteries and stuff. And he's in love with this girl and he can't touch her at all or also kill her for real. It sounds really weird, but it's so charming. I've heard of this show. Oh, my God. It came on and it was like on an 05 or 06 or something. It is so delightful. And I don't. It is amazing. I don't know. Lee Pace is the Ned, the pie guy. He's, he's so adorable. I can't even tell you, like I could just play any random episode and be just good to go. Where can Uh, we find it? I don't know if it's on streaming anywhere. I have the DVDs. (laughs) That show is really good. If you do, if you can find it online, it's one of those that got canceled way too soon. Way too soon. I remember when it got canceled, I was just like, how? This was like, it it was such a creative, great show. Um, It had a narrator. Uh Uh-huh. So good. Yeah. There's another one like that that I feel like got canceled way too soon that one of my... uh, 
I think my sister told me about it, and uh, it's called Better Off Ted. Did y'all ever see that? I think you can find it on Netflix. It's like two seasons, and and then it got canceled. But it's all about this company that has comes up with these weird inventions, and then tests them out, and like tests them on market groups and stuff. And it's just hilarious. And you'll see a lot of characters in it that you're like, oh, like that's I I've, I recognize that actor because I feel like a lot of people got their start from that show mm-hmm. and then it ended up being canceled um but that's a fun one to just like at some point if you yeah something weird to watch that's it another yeah. great show that got canceled and I think the only reason that got canceled is because of the writer's block mm-hmm. the first time I don't I think it would have gone for a couple of seasons had that not hit at that time but Samantha who <sighs> Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I put that in the category of like better off Ted. I feel like they were again similar time frames. Mm-hmm. It got canceled two seasons after or and I, I think it's just like it, it it was unfortunate timing. But I forgot about Samantha Who. I haven't seen that in forever, but I loved that show. Yes. That, does she have amnesia? Is that what that was? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like she was a horrible person and then she is like better yeah. <laughs> yeah like it's it's such a good show oh um this is just making me want to revisit like all like the early mid 2000 shows yeah. yeah some of the ones that y'all are telling me now i'm like oh yeah i need to watch that again i haven't seen it in forever so i'm like making notes to add these to my list of like i haven't seen that in like maybe five to ten years i should go back so, and watch it <laughs> well like i just had an interesting conversation with a friend today on social she and, and her husband were trying to decide if they wanted to rewatch Lost or if they wanted to rewatch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And she was like, should we, should we go back to the island or should we go back to Sunnydale? So they decided on the island. So I commented and was like, oh, Will and I just rewatched that like last year. And she was like, yeah. She was like, I haven't rewatched the last season since it actually aired on TV. And I was like, oh, yeah, I hadn't either. And I like cried like a baby at the last episode. And we were just talking because like we'd watched some of the last season together. And we were just talking about how interesting it was because back then you would like obviously wait until each episode premiered. Uh each week and you'd watch it with people and she's like yeah i kind of miss that watching each episode with everyone with friends and now i mean sometimes that happens with the bachelor or the bachelorette but like for the most part everything's just on tv and you just binge watch it right and it's just a different watching experience yeah binging is kind of like the way life is right now uh i wonder if it will go back at some point to like people getting together to watch like these big shows i think it would take having a big show to come out and we haven't had something like that in more recent years mm-hmm. unless it was on a streaming platform where they give you the whole season all at once right you right. know I, I mean except for like game of thrones or like something like the bachelor or the bachelorette there's no shows don't there is no big show like that on like there's nothing like that anymore that comes out like that well the mandalorian did it where they Oh, that is true. They didn't put it out all at once. Mm-hmm. That is very that is very true. And I mean, Will and I got like looked forward to that every what Friday yeah. night. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is true. Hmm. Um. Well, so some that I like that are currently out that um, like the series hasn't ended. But if you want to go binge watch like the first like you know five or six seasons of it or something, um. One of my favorites right now is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. 
Hell yeah. I, I, I think I tried getting Lindsay to watch it, and I don't think she was a fan of it. But we have tried and tried. Like, I think <laughs> we tried three times. I, I just can't. Uh, Marshall tried, I think the first time or two, he was just like, no. I, he's like, couldn't get behind Andy Samberg being yeah. like the main character. Oh, and I totally get that. Like, I wasn't sure about him at first either, he but working the show. It gets so much better though. Like it's one I of those that if you wanna if you wanna really enjoy it, like go look up all of the heist episodes. Just that. Um and these are very key episodes and they happen once during every season. And there's a theme to them. So even if you haven't watched the entire series and just watched those shows, uh, those episodes in order, the heist episodes, it's worth it. Uh, They're called a Halloween heist. Just just go do that. Um, Okay. It's worth it at that point. And it might make it where you like the characters enough that you'll want to watch the full series. Um, It's one that hasn't been canceled yet. So... It's if you want, do you want to watch something that's still coming out with new episodes? That's a perfect one to go watch. Um, another one like that would be Community. Have y'all watched Community yet? I yeah. it was still on. That makes me happy because I I started it like probably a couple weeks ago. Like I watch it by myself. I watch like an episode before I go to bed at night. So I'm on. I'm like beginning to middle of the second season, and I'm loving it. Well, so this series is over that it's done with, but it's, it's one of those again, where if you aren't sure about it, cause I wasn't sold on this show at first. I watched a couple random episodes and thought, wow, this is kind of dumb. And I just didn't get it. Then we had a friend come visit us and told us to start watching it from the beginning and actually in order. And I did that. And all of a sudden I loved it. But again, it's one of those, if you haven't seen all of it, uh, the similarity between that and Brooklyn Nine-Nine is that the, each season has a certain episode mm-hmm. that is, in that series, it's the paintball episodes. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, if you really watch great. that in each of the seasons, totally worth it. It escalates mm-hmm. quite a bit. It's, it's very interesting. It's got a, a, a current theme to it that, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean... Just if you if you aren't sure about those shows, go do that. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, but you're gonna love that one as it goes on. It gets into the later seasons, and it's one it of those where little, yeah. it gets a little off in some of the later seasons. But I think it's still worth like going through. It's one of those the the first time I, once it ended, I was kind of like, mm, you know, I wish they could have ended a little differently. Um, but then watching it through a second time because I think we've only gone through that series twice now. Um, it got better. Okay. Yeah. It's still really funny. Like, we yeah. reference it quite a bit. I, I love these kind of series because these feel-good ones, you want to go back and you watch them over and over again. Kind of like I said, The Office, we watched so many times through. Or Him Yim, so many times through. Yeah. Community, we've done twice now. And, like, that's how you know it's a good classic. You want to go back and watch the whole thing. Yeah. Again. Um, and I'm just going to throw out this one last one. Um and I don't know if you can find this anywhere in streaming. I own the DVDs. Uh, but sometimes if I just really need to laugh, I throw on some I Love Lucy. Mm. That is a good what? one. I, I have, I've seen random episodes and stuff, but I've never watched the whole series. What? Yeah. I probably Girl. have the episode, but I don't know if in order, but it's been a long time. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, there you have it, friends. That is our recommendations for binge-worthy TV shows. If you want just a little bit of laughter and happiness in this kind of weird time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So definitely check those out. Mm-hmm. And if you've got some shows you want to recommend our way, we probably, they might even be on our extended list somewhere, but yeah. <laughs> um, be sure to send us your recommendations. We always love uh, discovering or rediscovering some new shows or new old shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it is time for Treat of the Week. Treat your nails. Treat your Parks and Rec. That's where we got that. Yeah. By the way. By the way. (laughs) So, um, uh, what have you guys been treating yourselves to this week? Let's start with you, Jess. Um, Okay. So, my treat of the week is really weird and simple, uh, but it's summer fruit season, by the way. Um, That just means that at the store, there's been some really great nectarines. Um, which I know sounds weird, but uh, nectarines and peaches and stuff. But so I've gotten a big bundle of nectarines um, and I found a really great cobbler recipe. So I'm about to treat myself and my husband to a nectarine cobbler. Ooh. Are we going to get a porch delivery? I mean, maybe. I'll yeah. be all about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love cobbler. I uh, recently looked up how to make mango cobbler, and I'm really excited about that. (laughs) See, I mean, I know it sounds kind of interesting. Like, you just think of, like, berry cobbler or something like that. But, like, all kinds – you can make cobbler out of, like, any fruit. I'm all about the tropical stuff now. My favorite cobbler is chocolate cobbler. I don't think I've made that. Okay, that's different. I feel like – can you even call it a cobbler if it doesn't have fruit? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. How do you – Wait, how do you, how do you make that? that chocolate? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'll just eat it. My grandmother makes it. I'll, oh, I'll okay. Send it to you, Jess. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just really, because I know how you like do the fruit and stuff. I just don't. Do you like use cocoa powder? Do you use chocolate bars? I'm just curious here. I'll, I'll, I'll probably cocoa powder, knowing my grandmother, but I'll get her recipe. Okay. Is it just really all chocolate gravy with a different type of biscuit or? <laughs> completely different completely different <laughs> okay <laughs> um what about you Lindsay? what are you treating yourself to so i really treated myself this week and bought a nintendo switch <gasps> oh yes, girl. Yeah. so i currently have one game animal crossing so <laughs> like playing that you know living the life building yeah. the houses and planting flowers and you know helping all kinds of people get to my island. So, yeah, just, you know, ruling the world. I know nothing of this Animal Crossing, but I've heard about it from so many people, and I've read about it online, but I still know nothing about it. But I'm pretty sure my sister Layla got a Nintendo Switch recently in the last couple weeks as well, and specifically for that game, because I've called her, and she was just like, I'm tending to my animals or something. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's it's... Very relaxing. It's been Jeff's treat of the week uh, before. And you can also get, they have a a version. It's called the pocket version for your phone. It's Mm -hmm. an app. Really? Yeah. That's that's just a very, very condensed version. But it's also fun if you don't want to go purchase a Nintendo Switch. No, it's like Farmville 2020 version. 
Yes. Yeah. Like animals, like they're your friends and like you have to build them houses. Yeah. Now I will say I haven't played in like three weeks. And part of the reason is, as Lindsay said, it's relaxing. But it's so relaxing that I would be playing it on the couch at like eight o'clock at night and Will would look over and I would be on my switch asleep. <laughs> it was so relaxing that it put me to sleep. Maybe I need this in my life. <laughs> like I'm just saying. So, yeah, it's a new version of the chill pill. <laughs> So I just had to stop for a while because I was like, I, I can't even like do anything at night. I'm trying to play this game and it's like putting me to sleep at 830 at night. So, yeah. So. What about you, Trina? What do you, what do you treat yourself to? Hot wings. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, new, new way to make hot wings. It sounds like really, really random, but uh, I love hot wings. They're mm-hmm. like my favorite food. We were talking yeah. about that earlier. It's like, I feel like I've got like one step up from like probably the worst thing you can say is your favorite meal ever in that forest being chicken nuggets, <laughs> but yeah. like chicken wings is my favorite. And, um, we have tried making hot wings in the, uh, air fryer oven. That was my treat of the week, like a week or two ago or something. Yeah. Or two episodes ago. Yeah. And they're amazing. Like, oh. They're not greasy. They're crispy in the right way without being breaded. They're flavorful. Like we, he, like Marshall made them and didn't even season them because I'd bought in like stuff to make teriyaki wings or like Caribbean jerk wings. And he was just like, nope, just throw them in frozen and let's just see how they turn out. Oh, frozen. I thought you, um slaughtered your own chickens no definitely did not okay (laughs) threw in some frozen wings and um let them cook and we have like a little rotisserie thing in there so it'll rotisserie them as um in this little cage thing while while they're cooking in the air fryer and they turned out so good like i'm restaurant quality they don't taste like they came from a grocery store frozen bag and like tossed in the oven or anything wow so good so if you haven't experienced air fried wings, it'll change your life. Dang. That was my treat of the week because I'm pretty sure I'm going to eat nothing but chicken wings made in that for like the next 20 meals. Oh my God. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, hey, they're healthier than frying them. For sure. Or, you know, and they're, yeah. and baked wings just don't always turn out the same way. Mm. Yeah. So um, it's nice to have that little crisp. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, time for a drink about it. <laughs> I know we haven't done too much of our, 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 our drinking game. Did we do that this episode? No, we forgot. I, I think we forgot. Well, we'll have to save that for another time then, because I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to waste that word. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what are we drinking about this week? Good or bad? And you can't say Corona. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you you first, Lindsay. What are you drinking about this week? So I am celebrating because my nephew, Seth, is graduating high school. Ooh. And he got um, a scholarship to a private school in Nebraska for shooting. Like, that's his sport. He's shooting his gun at, like, Clay's. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, really, like, he's, like, number one in the state. So oh, wow. yeah, not a full scholarship, but it's gonna like 
be very great. And he is going to Nebraska. Oh, wow. Well, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. Um, I remember Marshall telling me his brother was really good at that kind of stuff. And um, I think won some contests or something and did, you know, place well in school. Whereas I'm from a beach town and we did not have shooting as a school sport, but we did have a surf club. Oh, so there's now, that. This <laughs> club um, is new to, it, it's been about since he was a freshman and his dad um, was kind of instrumental in getting that club to the school because mm-hmm. he wanted his son to have that to participate in. And there were a couple other people who were really interested because um, my hometown is very rural. Like my nephew has grown up hunting since he could walk. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he's just, you know, naturally really good at it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Congratulations, Seth. Yeah. Happy graduation. Yeah, happy graduation. (laughs) What about you guys? What you drinking about? Um, Uh, As always, no sleep because because baby baby Bebe has had the uh, strange sleep cycle so it's like we go now with a couple days of really good sleep and then we have like two nights in a row like the last few nights where marshall just decided to give up on sleep at about three this morning and just stayed awake the rest of the day so i'm pretty sure he's sleeping now <laughs> oh yeah and then uh yeah that's that's a big one um and then also um, a, a, a good wishes uh, a drink about it. Um, not a celebratory, at least not yet, but, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of excited about a potential job opportunity for him. So I'm um, just putting out the good vibes. Yay. Yeah. Uh, Fingers crossed. Yeah. I told um, Jay he had a job opportunity and he said, I just don't see how anyone could not hire Marshall. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, He's excited about it. So we'll see. It's one of those things you just never know. Um, Yeah, especially now. It's just weird. I know. And the market's just so weird. There's so many people trying to get stuff. And so it's a lot of competition and the the good ones are hard to come by. So this is actually like just a cool experience. So once he gets past this and whether he gets it or not, I'll probably talk about it in like the next episode just because it's such an interesting process he's been going through. And I think it's kind of fascinating. So um, what about you, Jess? Uh, okay. Well, mine, I, I feel bad because I, I'm very grateful right now that I do have a job, uh, because I know so many people do not. Um, but I am a little frustrated because I got an email, uh, last week that was basically like, uh, from our one weird HR person that works just two days a week that said right now through the summer and maybe into the fall oh i think we lost jess she froze (laughs) so no i can't hear you either Lindsay. i think you're muted yeah, I, I, it like stopped. Gosh, how to end on a cliffhanger. 
I know it's like such a cliffhanger. I was like, "Wait, what happened?" <laughs> so, Jess, uh, I think you're gonna have to like start that whole thing over. Oh no! Oh no! I think we cut out at the lady in HR, and then it was okay. just that's it. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Well, okay. The lady in HR. Um. So yeah, uh, she emailed us late last week, and basically said that through the summer and possibly into the fall. Um, we were not allowed to use any vacation or PTO. Um, Wait, what? Yes. Through summer and fall. Oh uh, my possibly, God. Possibly the fall. Um, because of the pandemic. Can a company actually do that legally? I don't, I don't know. So if we take any time off, it will be unpaid. Huh. I, I can do that. I have 10 vacation days and four PTO days. So, and, and my company got the PPE money or whatever. Huh. I feel like that's not legal. <laughs> I think you're probably right. Um, but they, I just, they, I guess they don't want, if we're not working, they don't want to pay us. Uh I don't think that's right at all. Um, I don't know how to tell them. There's nobody, though, to to say no. Like, I mean, there's no checks or balances or no whistleblower or anything like that. Did y'all have, like, an employee handbook when you first started or any kind of thing that you signed? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd maybe reference that and be like, I'm pretty sure you can't. But it, it literally, the email with the subject line, vacation and PTO because of COVID. Yeah. Like, what's the rationale? I don't know. So technically, technically, you could take it. You're just not going to get paid for it. I mean, that yeah, that's what the email said. It was like, any time off will not be paid. Like, I could see them, I, I guess, tech, in some ways, you could probably get away with it. Like, a lot of policies will say that they have the right to refuse based on certain circumstances, which usually means like, hey, if it's a five-person company, four people can't take vacation all in the same week. Yeah. You know, so that, they can turn down. Someone. Oh, I mean, we have uh, a policy that we're really busy in the fall. So it's kind of understood that, like, you don't really take much time off in the fall because it's like our busy season. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so like, so like somebody had a doctor's appointment that took like the whole morning, uh, like that same week, and they could not use their PTO for it. No, that's so weird. Mm -hmm. No, Mm -mm. no. So I'm drinking about like, I feel like I should be grateful that I have a job, but I'm just very frustrated by this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be very, very frustrated by that. That is super annoying and unfair. Like what if you had already had a pre-approved vacation already during the summer? Can can you, um, I mean, I was about to say, can you imagine if my honeymoon, but like that wouldn't matter because we probably wouldn't be traveling out of the country with everything going on. But yeah, I mean, I guess there's that, but. Like, also, what if you were from this is my, where my mind goes nowadays. Like, what if you were pregnant and you're due during this time frame? A lot of people use some of that, that paid yeah. time off. Oh, y'all, y'all know before I get pregnant, I find another job because there's no maternity, any kind of thing at this job. I'm not staying here for this. I'm, I will not be at this job when I get pregnant. 
I mean, well, I had a boss who previously would uh, make comments to me that was just like, hey, if you're going to get pregnant, could you not do it during these months? Because it was like our busy season, I guess. And it was just like, um, yeah, I mean, he had no idea that we had been trying for like a long time in the background, of course, you know, because I wasn't like very vocal about it at first. But I was just like, hey, dude, uh, if I get pregnant, it's not going to be on your timeline. <laughs> that's, that's literally the comments that my boss would make. I promise you. Uh-huh. I think it's like, you should not be able to say that to someone. <laughs> when you get sick. Yeah. Well, I, can you imagine if any of us got COVID-19, like, they wouldn't pay us for being sick? They'd be like, sorry. Sorry, you're in quarantine for two weeks? Okay, yeah. But, <laughs> Just, I mean, but, let alone but, if it got worse and you ended up in the hospital. That's what I'm saying. But, or seriously, if, like, if, if I did get sick and I was too sick to, like, work and I had to take PTO, like, right now, that I would not get paid for it. Jeez, that's crazy. I feel like there's got to be some sort of, like like legal thing where that's not okay <laughs> especially if you didn't like sign something or you signed something early on but yeah but anyway that's why i'm drinking so yeah sucks all right well if you would like to submit your drink about it to us you can do that online at the champagne way or on our facebook in the champagners group you can dm us or submit on our website which is the champagneway.com so be sure to do that before the next episode share your drink about it it's your treat of the weeks and champagne shout outs thanks for joining in and we'll well not see you but you can listen to us next time (laughs) cheers cheers cheers